Yo, it's time. It is 8.06. We're six minutes late. Oh, Fuck. shit. Like Earth start time. Right at eight. Yeah, Earth time. Earth time. <laughs> <laughs> eight o'clock Earth time. My global citizens out there. <laughs> We're here. We're awesome. Uh-huh. We're doing it. We are awesome. What do we got to talk about? Uh-huh. Things. Stuff. T-I-T-H-I-N-G-S? Tangs. Yeah. No, tangs. Tangs. Ever tangs Ira. Ever tangs Ira. Um, I guess we could hop right into different shit. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, we've been um, rifting. I was stuck in the rift. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you. it was a straight two day rift. We, uh, we, bro, all of us. I mean, it, it, if it wasn't for you, Morgan, <laughs> and the joy at which you. Uh, uh, put on display yeah. and your participation sure. to really get me through. I felt like that, remember that movie, uh, what's it called? Snake? Uh, the, the Oh, the video game the game? The untold story N- of Nibbler. Nibbler or whatever. Yeah. Where that guy does the, mar- he does, he does, he does the marathon. Man vs. Snake. He does the, he plays for like 48 hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I felt like, yeah, I felt like him like, playing this game. I got out with men last week I did a top 10 <laughs> video games that I played all year. And technically, I started playing this on New Year's Eve. Yeah. So there's a game called Inscription, With which came out uh, 2021. New game. Only on the PC. So I did, it rigged it to cast it to our TV in the living room. OLED. So everyone got to participate. OLED Inscription. And Morgan got real into it. And holy, this game is so dope. So dope, and I don't want to spoil it. I really don't because that's I mean, this game really is just straight up an experience. Yeah, yeah. it's like it's like, and I even feel like telling people about it. It just sounds like a dumb game, sure. Like, without trying, without telling them right spoilers. I'm just like, oh, it's a deck building game. It's a card game. Yeah, it's like a creepy card game. That's <laughs> what it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. But it's like this indie developer guy, and he makes just kind of just uh, cool, uh, unique shit. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was good family time. Um, I was I stayed awake later than I've stayed awake. But that first night, I mean, I was up to like three o'clock with Jamal. Yeah, mm-hmm. and got to like a po- a point in the game. I'll just say that there was like a jump scare. And then it's like we're like <laughs> things are like creepy, and I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I gotta go to bed. Yeah, <laughs> and I couldn't go to bed for a while, not because I was scared, but because I was seriously <laughs> thinking about the game, like yeah. the yeah. card aspect of like playing cards. And my like, I can't get Dude, it out, I was out of my head. moments like that too. Yeah, <laughs> just like I closed shut game. my eyes, and I would see the game. That's like just being in the rift. Just yeah, like fucking zaps you. Yeah. What is real? I woke up the what next morning, and I was like. Time for inscription. Yeah, you said you texted the group chat. <laughs> yeah. Y'all ready for inscription? <laughs> yeah, so that's what we did for fucking New Year's. New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. That was all I fucking did. Yeah, I fed you. I watered you. I wasn't able to remove your waste. You had to do that all on your own. Mm-hmm. I almost was considering diapers, but instead I was like, <laughs> I can get through it. You just did not pee. I think you peed one time. It I was, peed a couple times. It was times. alarming. Yeah. When I do pee though, while I play video games, yeah. I mean it's like a solid. Stream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm. I feel like it's like a five minute piss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, 
That's probably not good. Like you could inscribe my dick on a box, <laughs> which is what today's podcast pick is. <laughs> yeah. It's an inscribed it, cock it, box. It's an inscription of Jordan's cock <laughs> on a box. Not actual size. And it was... Uh, <laughs> Pretty close. No, but that fucking cock box, this picture, Yeah, it's a, a r- true mystery. Yeah. Not unlike the game. <laughs> of like what's go, go what's Not going on like the gays like how like how did this happen <laughs> truly how do they get that way <laughs> how do they do that <laughs> no but the this okay so what happened was we take out our recycling and then we fold up all the fucking boxes you do this was the the day uh you got your I had my e-bike and yeah, we assembled it and uh, we were taking it for a test drive outside yeah so it's an old pick but we Put the trash and recycling outside. And as I was putting it outside, I noticed on the side of this box, it is a very detailed yeah. <laughs> cock, like pressed into the box. Yeah. Like etched. Like good, in. it's like good work. Yeah. It's like artistically done cock. And I thought, <laughs> I just assumed, because what happened was I didn't mm-hmm. notice it. I was testing out Jamal's e bike. Yeah. And I did like a, a run down the driveway. Yeah. And run back. And when I got back and gave it back to Jamal to ride, I looked. And I saw the box mm-hmm. cocked out. And then I was like, when I saw you again, I was yeah. like, did you do that? Like, while I was gone on my ride, did you just, did you just this do it? Into this box. I, look at like, it. No. I started laughing. I was like, I was almost like flattered that you thought I was that like Artistic. artistically gifted. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I well, like, I mean, I grew up in an era in high school where, I mean, that was big. Like, drawing dicks on shit. I didn't really do that much myself because I was so like bewildered. And like how it was almost like I understood it was like funny, uh-huh. but how funny other people thought it was, I just I couldn't, I couldn't, I match couldn't it. yeah, I couldn't get there. Mm-hmm. And like people did, every, like all of our textbooks are covered in cocks, yeah, like yeah. in high school, in middle school, no, in middle school, probably more in middle school and Ho- early, Ho- early Ho- high school, yeah. yeah. Anyways, so there's this cock in this box, I have no idea how, how it got there because I well, we're looking at it like. I mean, maybe it was a freak accident or something, but it's it's too pristine. Right, like I'm trying to too, think like yeah, like, like the heel balls, of my shoe the stepped on the balls box. of it are. The, it's like perfect. veiny, yeah. right in all the right places. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But like that part of it, I feel like is an accident. The like veins, a, like, a, like it's divine intervention because <laughs> because it's like crinkles in the cardboard itself. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, from like the the pressingness of but it. But it's almost like that's what makes me think that there was something sentient about its creation because yeah. the artist saw the the medium being and like, I containing the veins necessary. I have a great idea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is going to be perfect. Yeah. It's yeah. funny. It's a seriously funny mystery. I, no one knows who put that cock there. I mean, because, I mean, it's a closed loop system. Yeah. That box came to my house. Yep. Uh. It wasn't, there was no cock on it when I opened whatever. I can't remember what was in it. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was like a, one of some of the box from the dining table or something that we had. And then uh, <laughs> I folded the box up. I put it in the recycling. You did it. It's all in our house. Nobody was over except for you, Jamal. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden a cock appears on the side of the box. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was one of the three of us. It was Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to reveal something to us? <laughs> no. <laughs> I like to remain anonymous. Anonymous. I'm like uh, Banksy over here. Anyways, if you I had like a, Banksy, 
I am. I never put that together, but you are a lot like Banksy. <laughs> I still haven't put it together. Why? Because she, well, we, we take it away, Morgan. Oh, I have no idea. I don't know anything about Banksy. So I you do. don't? No I mean, one I does. Know he, yeah, I know he does. <laughs> you haven't seen uh, surprise, Exit Through the Gift Shop? Surprise art shit in New York or whatever. Graffiti shit. Uh-huh. Is that it? Yeah, that's that what you do. Tops out my knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if I had to amend my video game list, I mean, I put this thing up number one, pretty high. It's obviously Morgan's number one. Mm-hmm. Hobby. Well, but yeah, it's her only one. But yeah, I put it number two, maybe two or three. After Mega Man. After Mega Man, and then uh, I don't know if it beats Baba as you. Ooh. But as an experience, mm-hmm. as a family it beats game, Baba is you as a family mm-hmm. time game. Yeah. What about that category? Family time game? Yeah, no, games, number one. games that we played together. <laughs> yeah, number one, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, we should, Unrivaled. Find, we should yeah. find more like that. Well, he has another game that it came out before Inscription called you, The Hex. The Hex? Are you going to let me watch you? Sure. Jamal, how did you like it? I thought it was fucking dope. Tight. Yeah. Yeah. I was very impressed. <laughs> Highly recommend. Yeah. Um... Hell yeah. Should we get into music? Sure. We'll do music and then I'm going to jump to you for something cool. Um, (laughs) Really cool. Real cool. So we listened, our challenge was to listen to Blonde on Blonde by Bob Dylan. Mm -hmm. Uh, Morgan, what did you think? I didn't get to do it because no one sent it to the group chat until fucking yesterday. And then I I, I was playing Inscription. Mm Mm-hmm. I didn't know what to do. Yeah, it's okay. It's I'm a very really, long. It's not like a like. Oh, let me just throw it on real quick album because it's yeah. fucking long. I'm adding it right now to my library. Are you gonna do a catch up? I'm gonna do. A, I have a lot to catch up on. Uh, I'm <laughs> you gonna, gonna do Ladyland. A catch up. <laughs> um, the rest of that James Brown album. <laughs> I feel bad about it. No, don't worry about it. Okay. Let me let me let's, let, let's talk about this album. I know Jamal, you listened to it. Yeah. Um, you gave me sort of a cold response about it. The, well, the brief thing of, that we part of, mentioned. Part about. of that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I thought you were going to say like an indifferent response, which I feel like I have done with other albums in the past, but it is out of like, because no, I was, well, quoting. we're bringing this up outside a pod. Like, I right, don't, yeah, I don't yeah. want to let on how I feel about it one sure, way or the sure. other. Yeah. No, I get that. But, but I was, I, I was, yeah. I was singing a lyric from it and you looked at me with blanks. You're like, what? Like, you had no mm-hmm. idea. And you're like, well, like you said, this album is very long, uh, <laughs> and I listened to it lyrically dense. Yeah, I listened to it on Monday. Uh, oh, okay. So like the day after the pod, I listened to it. I think so. And it was all out of your head by Tuesday. Yeah, I, I don't have much to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't take any notes? No. Okay. Um, I took a few. Let me just say this album starts off real strong with the harmonica. I mean, the harmonica's throughout. Let's not get it twisted that Bob mm-hmm. Dylan's a fan of the harmonica. Yeah. Um, and I don't really mind the harmonica if it's used, you know, subtly and sparingly. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, this harmonica, it comes in heavy and grating. Yeah. And especially on the track two, Pledging My Time. I mean, it's like overmixed. Like, it's just like... Yeah. Because everything else in the album, I think, is mixed really well. Especially like to have fucking Bob Dylan's like raspiness. I, yeah. Well, I think there, I can't remember what song it is, which I'd taken a note, but there's a song with where he busts into like, I think it's an electric guitar, like a clean tone electric guitar, mm-hmm. but it is 
as I remember, sort of on the high end. Like that was the only oh, really? other like mixing issue I remember thinking like, Jesus Christ, like it's a bit. Yeah, I guess I was more thinking like just vocally, I think. For a man who doesn't have like a great voice, yeah. but a unique voice, yeah. I think he's mic'd really well. Mm-hmm. And then I think he's, and then he's just like, he probably is doing it live, just throws that harmonica up into his fucking <laughs> yep. face. And then it just blows the microphone out with harmonica. <coughs> yeah. And I'm just like, I don't, I've, I've, the harmonica just doesn't feel like an instrument that should be recorded. It should For be sure. like Baby Durek is live performances. Because I know I've definitely seen performances it's of like Bob Dylan to, where he has the fucking harmonica wrapped around his fucking neck. For those that can't whistle, <laughs> yeah, it, har- it just it really does feel like in the same category as a fucking bagpipe. The harmonica. I mean, it's mm. more pleasant than that, but it's like I think when a harmonica is done softly, <laughs> Jesus yeah, or, Christ, or like more Morgan. or like by itself bluesy in a jail cell that it's like sure, you can feel you about can feel that. the emotion. I like of the it. thing you're doing with your hand right now. <laughs> that's what they do. <laughs> you're like hang loosing with just your thumb out. <laughs> Right. Well, that's what they do. They do. They sort of like to get that that wah, 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 yeah, wah, that tremolo yeah. aspect to it. Yeah. I mean, if our, uh, an instrument that a four year old can play makes sound as good as Bob Dylan, but um, Morgan just doused herself with water. I just it feels good. Yeah, it's pretty hot. Did it on purpose? Yeah, I put it in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were like using your water bottle and actually dumped no. it on your head. That was intentional. It's a good Holy cool shit. one. Do you want me to crack this door a little more? A little more. I know I have a blanket on that seems uh, counter in two, but yeah, it's perfect. Snowed. It did snow. Anyways, the harmonica. I think I think the the mixing is superb, except the harmonica comes in like a wrecking ball and mm. ruins a lot of that. But then track three, visions of Johanna. I, I think somebody, not that this album was recorded like in order and live, but like somebody turned the knob. Ever so slightly down on the harmonica for uh, visions, of, like it's not as grating as it is on pledging my time, mm-hmm. and it's more ple- it's more uh, deal withable. And I think visions of Johan is actually a pretty dope song. Um, uh, what else? Yeah, stuck inside a mobile with the Memphis Blues. Mm-hmm. You remember that song? Yeah, vaguely, but yeah. Oh, mama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what does he it? say? Oh, mama. Is it something play to be stuck inside a mobile with the Memphis blues again? <laughs> <laughs> oh, mama. oh, mama. What does he say right after that? I don't remember. I've been saying it in my head for like days, and now I can't that's, think of it on that's the spot. And that's one of the songs I remember the most is well there's song. 40 verses because yeah, he does that it goes on forever i actually enjoy it i mean of one time that's a theme throughout this whole thing it's not really a great album just to like listen to for the first time once and then be like what an experience because mm-hmm. it's so fucking dense yeah and it's so uh conceptually abstract mm-hmm. his lyrics are very yeah. out there and poetic ish you know stream of consciousness yeah and it's like you get the sense that there is meaning behind it but it's Mm -hmm. like you're not gonna grasp he's talking about like esoteric shit that nobody (laughs) is talking about anymore yeah from like the 50s or whatever (laughs) yeah he's probably making lots of references to like specific people like the political he's the gesture (laughs) he's like i don't know who the fuck who's getting these bodikers yeah ronald reagan i don't know what you're talking about (laughs) but yeah but because it's so cryptic and his voice is so fucking sleepy it's really hard to stay just focused. Like it's it's sure. just you can't really just listen intently for the full seventy three minutes of this album. 
It's just a lot of it. You're just going to start thinking about other things. While <laughs> yeah. His voice is. Oh, hey, yeah, yeah. I'm so <laughs> but yeah, I mean, what a pity. But I really do like it. I think uh, fourth time around is the second to last uh, uh, song. <laughs> You're saying yeah, fourth time same. around. I you no, know, the name of the song. I really like it. I like that song. And, but yeah, for in general, I mean, the album does sound very similar throughout. Mm-hmm. It's only I feel like with multiple <laughs> listens will you start to be like, oh, these are obviously different songs. <laughs> sure. That are about specific things, but whew, whew. I feel like it's, it'd take a lot of. Uh, a lot of time, a lot of patience to become a uh, uh, Bob Dylan uh, super fan and completionist mm. and really be one of those guys who understands him and loves Dissected. him. Dissected. Because he is beloved. Yeah, he is. But let me get, let me hear your thoughts. Do you have any I more? remember enjoying it, you know? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, again, like, th- there's things about it that are tiresome. Like, there. Like, as much as I do like the Memphis Blues track, mm-hmm. it is like, holy shit, dude. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, there's, like, there's long songs. Mm-hmm. I think the last track or the second to last track is, like, 11 minutes long or something. It's something, oh, mama, is this the end to yeah. be stuck inside a mobile with the Memphis Blues again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. no, yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't uh, hate this album, but the fact of like, I actually like it, but the, <laughs> how long it is. Mm-hmm. Cause I did want to listen to it again before we did the pod. Yeah. Because I knew that, but I couldn't bring myself to do it, but it because does of how long it is. Yeah. But it also, it, I mean, to its credit, it does feel like an album that if you did listen to it a bunch and it became one of your favorite albums mm-hmm. that you would enjoy its length. Cause now it's like, right. it's more of a good thing that you enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. Because nothing on here does sound like, uh, except for like the grading harmonica in the beginning. Like mm-hmm. none of it really sounds like if it, this is your thing. Mm-hmm. None of would it would be like exhausting. Oh, like I I like the whole album except for these few tracks. Like everything probably is, is your jam. Is your jam? Yeah, like, yeah. It feels consistently what uh, it is. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, and I think it's widely regarded as one of the greatest albums ever. So. Cool. But by who, though? Rolling Stone? People like folk music. Oh. Because Rolling Stone, I mean, they're Bob Dylan fags. Jamal they has a... That's takes, what they named their magazine after. Takes umbrage with Rolling Stone, the Rolling Stone list. Do you not hear what I just said? <laughs> what well, doesn't align exactly? I just said the only, the only reason in this particular instance, I was like, if it's on the Rolling Stone list, like, of course it is, because that's what the magazine's named after, is... A Bob Dylan song. Oh. They're, Bob, they're Bob Dylan fags, is what I said. Oh, word, word, yeah. word. I thought they were named after the Rolling Stones. That's what I <laughs> no. thought, too. <laughs> they're not. Yeah. I, I think even the Rolling Stones is an homage to Bob Dylan. Oh. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. That would sense. be my guess. Oh, interesting. That's yeah. a good fact. Yeah. Who do you think is upset with who? What? Do you think the Rolling Stone magazine is mad at the Rolling Stones? Or do you think the Rolling Stones are upset that they're like, or do you think they're, they like it? That there's a famous magazine that they share and uh, share. I think they love it. You think they're like, wow, this is all just part of the business. You like Bob. I like Bob. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Bob loves, Bob loves Bob. Baba is you. Uh All right. So Jamal. Yeah. 
you the recurring story mm-hmm. that is still unresolved. I yeah. don't know if today it's going to be resolved, but you have a continuation on your fucking neighbors. Well, let's not call them my neighbors. Trailer, trailer, up, 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 squatters. Yeah. They're stuck inside a mobile. Is this the end? Let's find out. So I'd been in touch with my landlord about it, whatever, and being like, yeah, it's still here. She's like, well, you should call that the cop. Like, Give me his number. I'll call him. After you've called them or whatever, mm-hmm. and I so I call call the cops number that I have to be like, hey man, it's been like you said it's seventy two. You gave him a seventy two hour notice or whatever, but it's, at this point it had been like ten days, seventy two days, yeah, one hundred and twenty seven hours. So I call him. I get his uh, I get his voicemail. I leave him a voicemail, and then I tell my landlord, and she's like, okay, I'll, I'll give him a call. What's his voicemail? Is it like? Hey, I'm a cop. And it's like, freeze. Just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was something like that. But leave a message. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> but uh, no, so then apparently my landlord called a couple of times and she's like, yeah, I couldn't get through. I just got his voicemail. I'm like, okay, sick. So then. Um, How many people do you think he gives his number to? <laughs> All blowing him up. For follow-ups. Yeah. This guy's telling everybody, it's 72 hours. 72, 72 hours. It's just my number. <laughs> Changes his fucking number. Um, so then uh, I'm looking at the footage, or Miles is looking at the footage, and he showed me this. He's like, yeah, but they fucking moved our camera. We have a <gasps> camera in the alleyway. And mm-hmm. you on the on <laughs> in the video, like we're scrolling back through it to find, because we noticed it seemed a little different, so we tried to find when it happened. And in the video, we see one of the guys, he's sort of like, he's like sweeping or doing some shit. And then we see him like walk way off camera uh-huh. as that he's not there for a while. Then all of a sudden it's like, and like the fucking camera moves yeah. away from, cause it's slightly pointed at their trailer. So he's like angling it away uh-huh. from their trailer. And so Miles went out there and moved it back when they weren't there and shit. And so that was fucking whack. And then, uh, this is like a couple nights after that. We hear some yelling start up. Cool. Lots of yelling. And this time the lady isn't there. It's just fellas. Mm-hmm. It's the two brothers and like a third guy. Bro screams. Bro screams. <laughs> Dude. I mean, they are they are cussing each other out. Yeah. There's N words flying. Uh, They're all whoa. nobody's black. And I nobody's mean it's white. One of the guys is white. Oh, okay, but I don't know if he's the one dropping. It. I think it's one of the guys who. It's one of the one. It's one of my neighbors. Okay, <laughs> to drop an N word myself, uh-huh. my neighbor. So <laughs> my neighbor. So then I, I call nine one one. I'm like, finally, I can call nine one one again. And it's your new favorite thing. It's my new favorite thing. <laughs> you get a lot of fucking power of it all. <laughs> you get a lot of nine one one experience, like yeah, being able to hit that and call it. I had never done that before, so I hadn't before this first time. Life never, experience, isn't that isn't that, yeah. isn't that something? So I call nine one one, and they're like the la- the operator lady. I get this time, but before it was all very it was a very pleasant experience before. Um, but now, I mean, she's like, okay, like what's your emergency? Like she seems like we're all just like this is a I don't know, it's right. her you're, job, you know? It's, yeah, but you're probably logged in. Like they understand. 
like when they get a call from your number, mm. there's probably like a hit, a brief history. Oh, probably. She's yeah. like, <laughs> this <laughs> fucking guy yeah. has neighbors yeah. that aren't neighbors. But he's like, what's your emergency? I'm like, I tell her what's going on. I'm like, yeah, they're, fight- they're screaming at each other and they're like threatening to like hurt each other. Mm-hmm. And, and I, Oh, crack my window. I'm, and I'm like holding the phone. And she's like, I don't need to hear that. Oh, I don't need to hear that. Just tell me what's going on. Whatever. I was like, okay. So then I, I tell her and she's like, okay, I'll send an officer over. I'm like, okay. And then the cops take it forever. And at this point, the arguing has subsided. Sure. And then I get a text message saying like, sorry for the delay. An officer will be there shortly. Oh. And then like two hours goes by and I get a call from a police officer what time is it right now at this point it is eight not right now but I mean, <laughs> no uh it uh it was late at this point i mean at this point it's probably like 11 or 12 okay um at the point at which i get the phone call and um he's like hey like um calling i know like sorry it took so long uh do you like basically ask you do you still need me uh-huh. or is everything fine Whatever. I'm like, well, yeah, they're not arguing anymore, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ongoing situation. Yeah, and so and so I explained that to him. What the the whole the whole kit and caboodle, and he's like, yeah, he's like, oh, I totally hear you, I totally hear you. And I told him about the officer. He's like, yeah, you got like gave him like a 72 hour notice. Whatever. He's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, do you know what that officer's name was? I was like, no, I don't know. And he's like, oh, okay, because like we're not really allowed to do that. Like, there's not that, we can't really enforce that. Oh. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Sick. What? Yeah, he's like, yeah. There's like this, these other kinds of officers that are more specialized in this specific thing of like the homeless problem, I guess. That like are caseworkers that can do more things like that. That work, but like, but they mainly just work in the daytime. But I'll try and get you in touch with them. He's like, why don't you just email me, write out everything we just talked about, and I'll forward it to one of them. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> This, like, the more I hear about the police, the more mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, they have like regular ass jobs. <laughs> like they just like, yeah. I'll forward it to my coworker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is fucking corporate bullshit. Right. <laughs> yeah. The rigmarole. So did you do that? I did do that. And then I got an email back from him being like, hey, thanks for sending that to me. I'll, I'll forward it. And that's the last I heard of it. And that was about a week and a half ago. Something like that a week ago. Cool. Dang. Well, but one last thing. Oh, the trailer's gone. <gasps> what? <laughs> yeah. Get the fuck out. They, but the their car is still back there. So I don't think they've officially like vacated. And my my theory is is that they're they've moved it temporarily, right? Because the heat's on them. Yeah. Or they're dropping, they're dumping shit out of it, or they're piling How long shit has it into been it. Gone? It's been gone a few days. Okay. And I just texted Miles to check and say, hey, is, this, is it back there? And he, Miles said, I can't see it on the camera, but like <laughs> it's dark back there. I mean, I don't, unless he went out and checked, I, it like, could, it could very well be he, back right now. He doesn't feel safe confirming. Yeah. So that is that. But as far as I know, the trailer has been gone for a few days. Dang. So we'll see. We will see. Oh, shit. Oh, shit, man. Dang, dude. I hope I hope your problem is solved. Thank you. I appreciate the kind words. <laughs> <laughs> the love. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry that you're dealing with it, man. Hey, thanks, man. Going through it. That's fucking gay. <laughs> you know? 
Yeah, I have a question for yeah. you guys. Yeah. Uh, which finger is your forefinger? The pointer. Is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, do all the fingers have two names? I have no idea. Because it's pointer and forefinger, right? We've established that. Yeah. Middle and... Well, what's your index finger? Also your pointer? Yeah. <laughs> so it's know. just middle finger. That's not your index finger? Wait, what's the index pointer? What'd you call it? Four? Forefinger. Four. I know forehead. Uh huh. Because it's, it's, it's your fourth finger. If your pinky is one. <laughs> yeah, or, F-O, or, or, or it could be your ring finger. Yeah. Well, yeah. Your thumb is not a finger. Yeah. Thumb's, oh, thumb's oh, finger. oh, my bad. Thumb's got one name thumb. 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 What about what did we call and the. And ass um, blaster. <laughs> what did we call the palm? Uh, the, the back of the palm, reverse palm. Or maybe it there's was the, the your front your front knucks front, front knucks <laughs> on your palm your front knucks oh, <laughs> yeah ring is there another name for the ring uh your wedding finger the the void finger my wedding thing <laughs> the middle is obviously the middle what about pinky is pinky got another name well middle is all only middle if you're con- if you're considering thumb think about it right otherwise these are oh, ring and middle is middle shit. that's a good point thank you. Pinky's pinky, also little. little <laughs> your little finger, finger yeah. Your your end nub. The, Which, what the else finale? Is middle, I feel like middle finger is also your finger, fin- your fingering finger. <laughs> middle, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, we learned something about Jamal. Who's <laughs> your longest finger? You gotta be. I mean, you gotta be generous. Yeah. <laughs> it most You're resembles go- a cock. Is that <laughs> yeah. <right>? yeah. <laughs> And then yeah. you're balled up, your balls. Come on. I mean, the cock box doesn't look anything like my middle finger, but. I'm, well, no. I mean, you're saying that. I'm just saying it's long. your longest finger. You're going to with it. You're going to give her the pinky, you know? But is her. it your longest reach, though? Because I feel uh, like you could really, because you got because nothing gonna over here you. on your index. I feel you like ha- you might be able to get it further. You just have a lot more mobility right. with the, the point. Because the point, I almost feel like you're going to get blocked by your other. No, fingers. but you're you're folding your fingers. You, I mean, your middle. Your your fingers. You if you have that? good technique, go flat. <laughs> but sure, but I'm just saying, like you can only go so far with the middle. Look at that. Look at and that. It's That's only, pretty good. It's only like like half a centimeter longer than your index, and your index ain't got nothing to the to the side of it. <laughs> but no, but you you, you got to think of te- proper technique. You'd be going like that versus like that. What about like this? <laughs> <laughs> Like a nun, yeah. <laughs> like hitting your only chest. you could stop forest fires. <laughs> yeah, jab at the, at the cooch. Yeah, no thanks. That's pleasant. What? <laughs> what? Let's see what Megan's wondering. Oh shit! Hey, Reed fellas. Hey, the old kid TV show Barney. Yeah, I'm guess familiar. what the actor is for old day, and guess how much he's worth. <laughs> All this, oh my god! She just says a bunch of what? What is this person worth? Questions. <laughs> I mean, first of all, Barney. That's hilarious. I mean, it's so Barney funny that White. she would like uh, refer to it as like you might remember that old kids TV show. You know it was like is? the most popular. Yeah, kids ha- show Barney for household name, household name for sure. Yeah, twenty five years. He's like you know Barney, we're like Stinson. <laughs> you talking about how I met your mother? Okay, so Barney actor. I have no, I, I wouldn't even, I mean, I would be shocked the if actor, I know The actor, the guy is. who's like, no. yeah. the guy has a voice? Is that what you're saying? Or the guy saying, in the he's suit? in there. He's, he's in there? He's in the costume. Mic'd up? Same guy, are you I sure? Mean, come on. Here's the thing. 
Because you know the Muppets. A lot like, of the times, I think they cartoon him now. I've seen cartoons of Barney. Is that? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. A CGI Barney. Yeah, but I, there oh, he's is safer a, for. You don't think the guy actors. in the costume is the voice? Is the same. I mean, well, I would, Darth Vader is. I that. would think that's how it started, at least. Yeah, like, I guess I like, never I had this great idea. It. Because, like, how are you miking this guy? And how is it not like, because he's right. wearing a big fucking dinosaur head? Well, I guess I never questioned Well, the mic it. would be on the inside of the suit. So but then you run, then you run into a lot of, like, like muffling the mic's going to bump it's up big. against the inside. It's a big suit. It's technique. Clean up, clean up, everybody everywhere. Clean up, clean up, everybody, everybody do, do your share. share. Mother Goose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay, guesses. Barney Actor, net worth. Uh, 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 oh, net worth. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I, thought we, to, I thought we were trying to guess who it was. I'm like, I wouldn't even know. <laughs> Is Morgan Freeman? Um, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go uh, six mil. Okay, Jamal. I think that's high. Jamal, I'm gonna go twenty five mil. Hmm. Should I go five million nine hundred ninety nine thousand? Here's the thing: is like, <laughs> wouldn't you think that the Barney guy nowadays, like, first of all, I feel like it's severely dropped in popularity because there's other shit or whatever. But he's running off syndication, homie. But like, is it a new dude? And also, I feel like that's not the crux of Barney. Like Barney, the guy in the suit is not the guy making the money. You don't you think he's I'm getting saying? any sort of royalties? In his I think the creator of Barney is making great uh, money. Yeah. The guy in the suit, I feel like, is a throwaway. We don't know it's the guy in the suit. It could be the guy who voices him mm. if they're separate people. What do you think about this? One dollar. Can you can you elaborate on your what you're thinking though? I don't know. I'll, I'll go ten. I'll go ten million. Ready? Six, <laughs> ten, twenty-five. All the actors who've played Barney ranked by net worth. Okay, so there's a. <laughs> This isn't the best. But <laughs> um, Bob West is number seven. Who's number eight? Oh, Daniel Lazard. Daniel Lizard. <laughs> His net worth is 700K. So that's the last. He's the last place. Okay. 700K. Okay. I'm going to skip to number one. Tim, Tim Deaver. Deaver. And his net worth is 20 million. Oh, shit. Interesting. Swag. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. How long has he been doing it? Does that mean I lose? I said 25. Yeah. I busted. Yeah, I went hard. I went hard. That is such bullshit. Let's talk about movies. Okay. Um four movies to rank. Four. And then we're gonna get into movies that Jamal watched. Okay. How many do you have? Like four, I think. Solo? Holy hell. Yeah. Okay, Jamal's got a movie week. Uh, 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 uh. What you been doing without us, me? Well, two of them I watched the week prior, but we I forgot to bring them up last pod. Oh, yeah, <laughs> we had a long pod. I was I was real hungry last pod. I apologize if that came through as yeah. something not entertaining. We got five guys after that. Mm. that I, I could have five guys again. <laughs> Who couldn't? <laughs> Number four, don't look up. I agree. This is a new movie. This is the Meryl Streep movie that we decided to watch. Easy pick. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, don't look up. 
is here's the thing about don't look up okay whatever it's a satire mm-hmm. on today's society mm-hmm. apocalyptic mm-hmm. we can't all pull our shit together to solve the issue mm-hmm. when i watch a movie like this it is really hard not to just compare it to <laughs> dr strangelove and how much dr strangelove is way better than this movie <laughs> sure <laughs> so, yeah and just it does it it just I mean, does everything so much better as far right. as like the that realism that, of the goofiness that you are comparing those two. But Doctor Strange didn't even enter my mind watching this movie. You know? What oh, I mean? it did for me. I was like, I mean, they're different scenarios. One's a fucking yeah. self destruction yeah. scenario. What do they call that? Mutual destruction. When like or Wait, an, an when imminent attack, the, su- the super pyro, the su- super heroes, the Ben Shapiro's, oh, the um, superpowers. Yeah, when you're talking about, I Russia. know exactly what you're mm-hmm. talking about, but I can't, I can't grasp it. Guaranteed mutual destruction, and some I can't remember what, what they refer to it as. Yeah. Anyways, that's the Doctor Strange love scenario. Yeah. Um. But that movie, I mean, it just makes so much more sense. Where it's like, I don't know. There's, and don't look up. It's just so. It 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 goes back and forth between being a comedy and like no, but like this is serious. Uh huh. And I do think there are legitimately funny things that happen in it, and I think that's when mm-hmm. it, I think it's better when it is behaving as a comedy than yeah. when it starts behaving like when it starts to get too like in your face. Like, look how like this could happen because I just don't believe it. Uh-huh. Whatever. I just I don't. I think it is, as much as. Donald Trump is a cartoon. Mm-hmm. I just think the scenario that they're portraying in this movie is too over the top. Mm-hmm. And it is more like a idiocracy sort of situation where it's like, mm-hmm. it's funny, but it's not, there's nothing, it's, there's too much that's unreal about it, you know? Right. Well, I think it is writing, yes, yeah, so much on how half the country behaved during the pandemic. Like, that's what the movie seems to be about. You know what I mean? Like, given scientific evidence, right? people still came up with their own theories. and Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But I just think that we'll, we'll get to a movie later that actually has a similar thing about it that I loved. But um, the- this movie, the way that it doesn't portray people who are on the obvious other side of the aisle, Political let's say, spectrum. as 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 the creator of this movie is, how unsympathetic he's yeah. painting them. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that they deserve sympathy, like, or what, I don't know. I'm not saying yeah. anything along those lines, but it's like, to be compelling, the other yeah. side has to behave in a way that's believable. Or at least to sort of know where they're coming from or something. Right, like, they're not just dumb but there might be like, especially like someone like a Donald Trump who's like, who has people that he's fooled. Sure. Yeah. But it's to serve. I don't know. It's I don't want to get into political here. Sure. But in order for a movie to be compelling in that way, I just feel like you have to paint your opponent better. Yeah. <laughs> just see, it's too fucking. Uh, I don't know. Leonardo DiCaprio was fun to watch. I, I think was, he was uh, fun that to was that was going to be my comment. Is yeah. I really um enjoyed 
Leonardo DiCaprio as a as yeah. a nerdy scientist. Same. Man. I think Meryl mm-hmm. Streep. I didn't like her. I didn't like her. I didn't like Jennifer Lawrence oh, very much. Either. I didn't like Jonah Hill. And I didn't like Jonah Hill. Like the and I just and I thought whatever the the black guy who's with him like uh-huh. he just felt I, compared to like the star power that's in there. I just felt like he yeah. was kind of no a nobody. Yeah, <laughs> you know there this was a star studded cast for sure. For sure. And then Timi- Timothy Chalamet, I think I, I wanted him more. I Dude. wanted his character because mm-hmm. he's. I did fall asleep briefly and then I woke up and he was fucking dropping hella funny jokes. Yeah. He's an entertaining character to watch. <laughs> but overall, I mean, yeah, this movie. So, it seems and also simple. Mark Rylance is kind of funny. Yeah, Mark Rylance has a few moments. Yeah. But he's like, I didn't understand. So. Explain that there's a scene where Mark Ly- Br- Ry- Mark <laughs> Rylance fucking because he plays like a fucking I don't know Elon. Jeff, Jeff Bezos Elon Musk like billionaire owns mm-hmm. the tech company guy yeah and but he's fucking weird and he has like a fake like, white smile and he's mm-hmm. always like really soft spoken yeah. and shit <laughs> oh yeah yeah but like holds <laughs> all the power yeah. And there's a scene where he tells Leonardo DiCaprio's character how he has a machine or whatever that can predict how everyone dies uh-huh. and tells Leonardo DiCaprio that he's going to die alone. Yeah. He's like, I can't tell you how you die, but I can mm-hmm. tell you that you do die alone uh-huh. or whatever. Which is funny because it's like a lie. It's it's an obvious lie, but he obvi- but he does also have the machine that predicts the future <laughs> as far as that could tell people mm-hmm. how he dies because he accurately tells Meryl Streep how she dies. Yeah, yeah. Who plays the president. Right. And I just thought like, okay, he obviously could just be telling Leo that because he's his enemy and he just wants to tell him he's dying alone. Uh-huh. But like in Le- like from Leo's perspective, it's like, I don't know. It's like, is that supposed to make me... It just doesn't. It's almost like somebody like calling you a cracker. It's like, like what? Like, right. it's supposed. To, is this supposed to be like a bomb drop of a diss like, on me or something? Uh, it's like if I was Leo, that's I'm like I don't even believe you. Yeah, like, like go fuck yourself, dude. It's like one. I think we're all gonna die from this asteroid yeah. that's about to fucking hit. And say your machine saves us, like I just don't. I, I just don't believe you. Yeah. You know, it just just doesn't. And he's obviously lying too, because that's not how he dies. Yeah. So it's like, what the fuck is going? Yeah. I don't know. It's just like a weird scene. Um. What else about this movie? <laughs> <laughs> it's just I real, it like simple. It's really long too. And like, there's long. nothing. There's nothing like interesting about it. You know what I mean? There's nothing like intriguing or like smart feeling. I don't think it. Which is why you fell asleep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the whole Ariana Grande, Kid Cudi. Oh, my God. That stuff is... That's when Morgan woke up. She's like, what am I watching <laughs> Dude, right now? Dude, I literally Ariana woke Grande up concert. during an Ariana Grande concert. It was very confusing. Yeah. Like, Jordan and I finished the movie and just <laughs> decided to watch Ariana Grande YouTube videos. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I didn't really like this movie that much. Um, Same thing. Yeah, I thought it was pretty meh. Pretty meh. But... Book challenge Leo, complete. <laughs> Leo is great. Leo's yeah. always good. Yeah. Go ahead. Number three. Kate Blanchett also in a movie. Oh. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Number three. I don't like that whole thing. <laughs> it's like too cartoony. Yeah. 
what her face yeah her well, her <laughs> face and her just her and tyler perry and like oh yeah it's it's just like hunger gamesy yeah hmm. <laughs> number three mass Ooh, interesting well you just gonna rank one that you didn't see higher okay i saw <laughs> up i i am inferring okay uh, Mass, we just finished watching this before mm. starting the pod, and I was like, we got to finish watching John 2, how, John 2, how to <laughs> John, John Wilson, <laughs> uh, how to with John Wilson, because I need to watch something funny after this fucking downer of a fucking movie. Yeah. Mm. This is the new one. We just came out this year about mm. two parents, two sets of parents. Yeah. Who are confronting one another about the school shooting that happened six years prior. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And one of the set of parents is the parents of the shooter, and another set is the parents of the victim, and they just have a conversation. Mm-hmm. I can I be for <laughs> real? Um, yeah. I it just felt like this was just kind of a like bummery, almost <laughs> non interesting. Wide bummer of the year. I thought it was interesting. I do, I thought this movie was good. You did? I, th- yeah, I, no, I thought I, it was good. I really enjoyed it. But I here's what I'll say about like it not being a um a movie that one one I'll ever want to rewatch. Sure. Um most movies that I tend to like really think like, oh that was a great movie do have levity in them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this one uh, was a straight. It was straight dark, bummer. Yeah, which it's not like you can't make a movie about that. I mean, the subject matter, especially, and like the fact that it takes place like in real time. Right. It's like an hour and yeah. a half, two hour. I time do slot. like like the you know at the beginning and end like the awkward scenes. I think are good. I I actually that that was one of my least favorite was the yeah. opening scene because that yeah. lady and why. Son or whatever. No, I thought they were him. fine, but when the like the counselor comes in, the oh, black yeah, lady, and she's, like and she's real, acting like, she's like a, a real cunt. Yeah, yeah like what is like what are you doing? Asshole. Why are you? And she's like making her more nervous and shit. Yeah, yeah. she's like, mm, yeah, the chairs. Yeah, no, there's that's fine. Like this is unnecessarily. Yeah, like, I agree. Why aren't you being pleasant with? There's so much darkness, right. Obviously, surrounding this that you would think that these two people who are not involved in the school, school shooting yeah. would be pleasant to one another. Yeah, and she's acting like a total cunt. She is. Yeah, I don't know why that is. I feel like it has to do with because of the nature of her fucking job. You sure. Know? I mean, and she's it, just not, she's yeah. around dark shit all the time. Sure. But even still, I guess that's I mean, my it's least, been six least favorite. years. <laughs> you know? No, but it's probably not her only clients. Maybe. You know? But still, like, it's just like she's around this, like, really, like, happy-go-lucky sort of church woman mm-hmm. and she's acting like a total cunt to her yeah yeah i don't know i didn't i didn't under- i thought the understand the, what was happening there. the lady hayden's mom yeah and dowd yeah, she reminds me a lot of our mom in this movie <laughs> oh really yeah <laughs> that's funny yeah and dowd and uh, it's funny because you Lydia. just you just yeah. called her uh, yeah, typecast. typecast because you were watching Louie and mm-hmm. she plays a nun mm-hmm. in an episode of Louie and she's also very oh, that's right very nun like in uh, uh, Handmaid's Tale. Mm. But she's not a nun in this one. No, no, she does seem a bit like she's real religious in this. Movie. Yeah, she does. She still... takes like takes a little offense to what fucking Lucius Malfoy is saying. <laughs> 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 when he's talking about how he's not religious and shit. But I thought she was great. 
I honestly thought everybody <laughs> did a great job in this movie. I didn't like the, the four mom. of them. I mean, yeah, I didn't like. The I didn't mom like her. I didn't like her. You didn't like until her? I she the was end. I was like, oh shit! Like she brought out the big guns at the end. Like she's like holding it together, and I felt like, uh, like I was like skeptical whether or not, whether or not she had the the Shops. tier the tier talent. Yeah, of and Dowd right. over here because she's killing it. Like she's carrying it. I feel like for a long time. And then Yeah, I don't know. I thought the victim's mom was better than Endowed. I thought she oh, yeah. she played it more realistic. Like uh she played the ride more. Whereas Endowed I mm-hmm. felt like was a little bit more like one, one note. note. Like she was playing she was more mm-hmm. like this is sad. I am sad. Like but I mean mm-hmm. she played it well as far yeah. as like she is trying to be sympathetic. Right. And also wanting to give her what she wants, which is to heal. <coughs> and she's like, mm-hmm. she knows that to heal it to isn't ooze. But I feel like there's moments where she gets angry and shit. And she's like, there's that combative scene with her and Lucius. What's that <laughs> guy's name? I don't know. Jay. Jay. I mean, the actor's name. Oh, I have no idea. Um, but yeah, her and Jay. And it's like, I don't know. I think everybody, because they all have, they're all bringing different dynamics, like yeah. different energy to the table. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. What? They're all at a table. To the oh table. yeah, nice. I thought you were talking about literal and, dynamics, and literal <laughs> energy, <laughs> <laughs> literal energy. Um, but yeah. yeah, it all takes place in in one room. Yeah, no, I thought I yeah. I did enjoy the movie. And- I didn't hate the movie, but I I wouldn't say that like I enjoyed watching it. You know what I'm saying? Well, of course not. But like, I didn't even what do you mean, feel. Of course not. But I mean, it's not like a Manchester by the Sea where it's a very tragic movie that is enjoyable to watch. Right. That's mm-hmm. my point. Yeah. Is like, I didn't even feel like, oh, I fucking am getting off on the sadness or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> no, I agree. needs to get off when she watches a movie. <laughs> but I understand what, what she's saying as yeah, far yeah, as yeah. like, I also didn't feel like an, an emotional punch yeah. from this movie. And it could just be mm-hmm. the mood that, that I watched. Like, maybe I didn't watch it at the right time. Maybe I needed to see it in theater uh, after... Uh, a few, after in a certain mood, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's just uh, after playing Inscription for so long, maybe I was zapped <laughs> and I can't, I can't yeah. access that yeah. as easily. Well, but yeah. no, I felt the same way. I, I, I don't know. But I, just wasn't I did tapped. But I did appreciate. It. I did. I do enjoy a movie that can just have straight up uh, writing. Right. Mm-hmm. I agree. And pull it off. And pull it off without it feeling like a, a bore. Yeah. Or all bore. exposition or whatever the fuck. Like. Yeah. Although in the beginning, before they meet up, and it's mm-hmm. just, uh, just Lu- the two Lucius and, and, and the wife in the car. I, <laughs> yeah. First of all, he's way out of her league. But anyways, go ahead. Yeah. He's <laughs> hot. He's, he's hot, hot as hot shit. Yeah. yeah. I have the same thought. Yeah. Yeah. He's like too hot, actually, for this <laughs> role, I thought. Yeah. Anyways, they that them in the car together. Mm-hmm. I was like coming in and out of like thinking that situation was believable because I could almost see the writing of it of like intentionally avoiding what they were doing. Like I could see the writer being like, oh, I don't want to do any sort of narration or like narrative Mm -hmm. in here because he knows that because he's like, it's like he's uh, aware that that's a bad style of writing for them to explain things. Right. So it's like, I'm going to go the complete other way where they don't say anything about what's happening. Right. But she does drop a little note of like, I, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I think and if you chop it at the if end. you chop the first ten minutes and the and 
parts of the ending out. Yeah. It is, it is a better movie, I think. Yeah, I think you the know? way that they do start talking to one another and the way how it's like you know just from a screenwriting perspective that they do have to give you all the information of the incident that occurs. Mm-hmm. But so it's almost like as an audience member, you know that's coming. Yeah. But so you have to suspend your disbelief of this might just be an encounter where nothing uh, happens, which <laughs> is probably more likely, but that's not right. what this story is about. This story is about something where uh, some catharsis does happen. Right. So they get to it, you know, and like mm-hmm. the way things get brought up and their political clashings all get brought out. I thought it was done is done well mm-hmm. for a movie that has no, no narrative really <laughs> other than what they're telling you of something, yeah. an incident in the past. Right. It makes me, it made me want to rewatch Carnage. Carnage is a fun one. Yeah. What's that one again? That's, That's uh, John C. Riley, Kate Winslet, Jody Foster, Christoph Waltz. Well, I'm a lot higher. You've seen it. You've seen it at least twice. I yeah. Think. What? Yeah. Tight. Yeah, it's fucking. <laughs> fuck yeah, dude. Got two <laughs> under my belt. Yeah, Kate Winslet's kid beats up Jody Foster's kid, and so they go to talk to him about it. At their, and it all takes place in their apartment. God, that sounds familiar. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. A lot yeah, of, yeah. There's vomiting involved. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's I a remember. lot more slapsticky and fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember. Okay, number two, punching the clown. I slept through ninety percent of the yeah. movie. I think, but I think that I would have enjoyed it. This is the only non-new movie that we watched. <laughs> so we, I don't know when this movie came out. I don't know, but it's definitely I've enjoyed it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought for a very low budget movie, mm. it was definitely like the jokes were good. Yeah. And it's it's about uh, Henry Phillips, who is like a, he's a comedian, guitar player. Satirical guy. folk singer songwriter. Yeah. So he just does funny songs like a Bo Burnham, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I thought it was it, I thought it was true to form, but also, I mean, there's some surrealism in it mm-hmm. of like the whole Jew hater stuff and how that builds. Yeah. But I, I do like the a lot of the interactions, uh, the the comedy and in the interactions. I think is is funny. Mm-hmm. Like they don't overdo it, really. Yeah. A lot of times, a lot of times, the the what's funny is something that's like really small. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and and a lot of the his uh, actual stand up song stuff is actually entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I enjoyed. I, I mean, I want to finish watching it i really liked the parts that i saw yeah how about you Jamal? yeah i liked it cool i think it's fine it's hard to watch a movie that's like sd quality you know yeah because it just it starts to feel like a home video yeah for <laughs> sure yeah for sure but yeah there's something charming about it though mm-hmm. especially this story yeah and like I the acting is not like excellent or anything mm-hmm. but it's still like there's some there's some comedy in it mm-hmm yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Punching the clown. You could only, it's a very rare watch, I feel. The only place a rare could, watch. It's the uh, only place I could find it was on Amazon, which no one's heard of. No one, no one, knows, <laughs> no one knows how to find that. Yeah. Somebody keeps tooting. Which one? Oh, it's me. Okay. I have real stinky. It's like, smells like a wet dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad. Oh, is, is, is it still correct? <laughs> no, I shut it because there's a plane flying by. Uh-oh. To my dismay. 
I'm really I'm really sorry. First, I thought it was coming from outside. <laughs> it was it was unhuman bodily. It Snow was, queefs coming in. Yeah, yeah. I apologize. It's in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little sick. So I'm a little stuffed up. I'm getting the information through my mouth. You're a little sick, but you don't have COVID if you're getting these farts. That's isn't, true. Isn't that a, the relief of the relief that's she's expelling? Yes. Yeah. I Your thought, relief is relieving me. I thought me. maybe it was being contained in this very in small area. Blanket. But. It's not like you're on an nah, airplane. Like that's how everyone feels when they're on an airplane. Really, yeah. like it's just in their seat. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is not pleasant. I will. <laughs> no, you're smelling it. Oh, for sure. you don't think it's good? Huh? It's not good. It's bad. It's like real bad. Yeah, it's heavy. Um, it is. It's not. It feels like a stranger. You know, it's strong bonding with the air like, molecules. It does guest. Like, it does appearance. not feel like it's my uh, doing. <laughs> Your usual bile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, what did yeah. you eat? Chinese uh-huh. food. These are Chinese toots. These are Chinese. You have a chill Chinese man. In <laughs> these are Norm MacDonald <laughs> on The Tonight Show. Yeah. Like, hosting. Uh, I don't know what's going yeah. on. I don't know. Sure. Something. Uh, John Mayer. Someone taking over, over hosting. Yeah. Yeah. Guest host. <laughs> Is it better? Kristen like Stewart on, better? On, on Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> You, I what? feel like the air. Didn't she do that for a while? <laughs> Kristen Stewart? Yeah, I thought she like took over for Jimmy Kimmel. I don't know. You're about that. Stuff. And you're about this you're about John Matt Mayer. Damon crashing Jimmy Kimmel. You know, <laughs> sure. <laughs> they had that rivalry. Oh it's so God. cute. It is cute. <laughs> I hope they get back together. Oh my God, dude. Mm. Okay. Number All right, one. Number one, Red Rocket. Red Rocket. I agree with this placement. Mm-hmm. I do, do you think agree it's with number the one. whole placement? Um, I think I might put Mass above Punching the Clown. Okay. That is what I would say. But um, I don't know, because Mass is just done in HD. Maybe Shut that might <laughs> That's the... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's definitely a more uh, intense movie. It definitely uh, goes for it harder than Punching the Clown. Yep. Um, but no, no, Red Rocket. Let's get into Red Rocket. Yep. And before we actually talk about the movie itself, I wanted to do a, 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 a maybe a new segment idea. Oh. All right. And the name of this segment is Concessions of a Dangerous Mind. I love that. I just recommended Confessions of a Dangerous Mind to Jaden today. Oh, yeah? But yeah, this, is this is concession. Concessions of a Dangerous Mind. What about just concession, like succession? Um. <laughs> Yeah, think okay. about yeah, it. No, think yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, my idea sucks. <laughs> yeah, you're right. yeah, yeah, let's go with that. No, 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 okay. Concessions of a dangerous mind. It's a good idea. Buddy. Okay, what so this is so uh, we. I don't know if everybody remembers this, but when we went to go see a movie, I can't remember what movie. A it movie. Was. It wasn't Tenet. I think it was the movie that we saw together after Tenet. At that. Yeah, movie. this was. I feel like this wasn't that long ago, if if I'm recalling yeah. correctly. What movie did we see in theater at that theater? Yeah, what's that all? What was um, that? We saw, oh my God, it's on the tip of my tongue. It's on the tip of my tongue. It's on the tip of my tongue. It wasn't licorice pizza. We, saw, we saw that different theater. Minari. We saw. Was maybe it, Minari? it was Minari. Yeah, but I feel like there's another one. I feel like we've seen, but maybe, maybe. I'm thinking of the one nearby. Anyways, not important. There, there's the guy uh, doing the concessions. Mm-hmm. What do you call that guy? <laughs> the, the concession, concession man. Con- concession man. <laughs> Um, he was very, I don't know, maybe he was autistic or something. He was a weird guy. Mm-hmm. And There's something going on. <laughs> yeah. The guy in front of me orders, he's like, hey, can I get a hot dog? He's a really soft, like, 
hoodie kind of guy, like mm-hmm. the hot dog or whatever. I want a fucking hot dog. Dude. And the guys and the guy, the energy of the concessions man was very like, okay, like he's very nerdy, he's very like, Bill Cosby, porkly, like, <laughs> uh-huh. googly, and uh, googling. He notices that the there's only one hot dog left, and he, mm. he tells the guy, "It's the last doggy dog." <laughs> <laughs> the guy is not amused by that response. <laughs> Immediately he goes, "Is it old?" <laughs> and then concessions guy turns around to look at the hot dog. And then he turns back and looks at him with a straight face and he goes, no. (laughs) (laughs) This is my favorite thing that I've ever witnessed. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) And the guy just ends up reluctantly purchasing this hot dog (laughs) that he doesn't want anymore because he doesn't want the last one. (laughs) So funny. The last doggy dog. (laughs) Anyways, when we went to go see uh, Red Rocket, we're standing to get concessions, right? No, this might have been licorice pizza. This was licorice pizza. Yep. Ah, yeah. fuck, this was because Jamal and I were in the bathroom. Yeah, so you know what I'm going to say? Uh, yeah, yeah, I know now. Because right, there was no line for a fucking red, red rocket, rocket at yeah. all. Yeah, yeah. so we had the whole theater to ourselves eventually. Oh yeah, that's fucking dope. Yeah. So li- licorice pizza. We're standing in line to get con- our food, <laughs> and. It's like three people in front. A guy, and it's packed. Like there's a mm-hmm. bunch of people. It's three people because everyone's watching Spider Man. Well, yeah. and they had a thing. It's like buy tickets at the concession stand. And I was like, what the f? Yeah, I don't know. So, but we bought them online. Yeah, but we still had to stand in concessions because we got all want food. Yeah. We do. We do. We do. So the guy, a guy is ordering what he wants, and his wife is with him. But his mm-hmm. wife wants to go. I don't know, take a whiz or something. Mm-hmm. So she starts to leave. And then the guy turns around and everyone's wearing masks. You know? It's packed in here. Yeah. And the guy turns around and he yells back to her, what flavor do you want? And she goes, Pepsi. And he goes, he's talking okay. about like an icy or something. Yeah. yeah. And then he turns back around to the concessions and then turns immediately back around to his mm-hmm. wife, who's now further back. And he goes, wait, what? <laughs> and she turns out, she goes, Pepsi. And he like kind of nods a little bit. And he turns back. And then she's gone now. And he turns yeah. back. And then as he turned back, he's like, wait, wait, what? Oh my God. And she's gone. And he turns back to the lady and he goes, cherry. <laughs> <laughs> There's like two flavors of icy. <laughs> she's like, Pepsi. How can Pepsi? He goes, cherry. How, how can he be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time. Right. Like, be like, I, I think understand. I know. Maybe they sound uh, Pepsi and cherry. Like maybe yeah. there's something similar. So he thought he got, grabbed it. And then he's like, maybe I garbled it. Maybe I garbled That's it. My head. He totally did. Cherry. <laughs> <just> so like, <laughs> cherry. Oh, <laughs> uh, we're 100% wrong. <laughs> you should have told that, man. He's three people in front of him. Oh. I don't give a fuck. I mean, even if Jordan had shouted to him, he would have been like, huh? She said Pepsi. <laughs> He'd be like, cherry. <laughs> I just feel like he was intentionally he mishearing her. He's like, I want cherry. Yeah. yeah. Couldn't hear you. That's funny. I also got a cherry I see at Licorice Pizza. I haven't That's done right. that in a long time. Yeah, you did. It was tight. You wanted to get one out. Those are tight for a little, a little bit. Yeah, and then yeah. they get real yeah. excessive. Chunky. Well, then they become like a fucking Kool-Aid. Like a drink. Like when, dump sugar when there's oh, any yeah. liquid, you're like, holy fuck. It's like drinking syrup. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. that's exactly ice. what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With a little bit of water in it. Right. Yeah. Melted so, ice. 
It's cool. I, I I got a medium, thinking that would be like a normal size. Huge. It's they gave you a large. Humongous. I mean, they must have. Well, the large right? cup is like a clear one. That's like you know how it has like a tiny base or like to a, fit in the cup and holder. Then it, goes, then it gets oh, then wide. Huge, up. It gets yeah. real top heavy. It's, a, it's got a muffin top. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Muffin top cup. Anyways, yeah. we saw uh then we so when we went to go see Red Rocket, we saw a trailer there that we also saw when we went to see Licorice Pizza. Uh-huh. Which is curious because I mean these are both movies, Licorice Pizza and Red Rocket, I think are made by filmmakers who are uh some of the best yes. in the game doing it. Of course. Right? And to see this trailer at both these movies um was a little shocking. Upsetting. But I mean it is. Tell me I'm kind of glad it happened it? because uh-huh. this movie that's about to come out mm-hmm. called "Marry Me." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. we can't wait. Is insane. <laughs> yeah, it's the craziest premise for it's a the craziest movie, movie that ever was <laughs> this greenlit. Movie, this movie is gonna blow your mind. <laughs> um, Valentine's Day, 2022. <laughs> of course. So here's the premise: you got Jennifer Lopez. And she is going to, she's going to go on stage. She's a huge singer, and she's she's not playing herself, but Mm-mm. she's playing her a version of herself. Sure, who's a mega star, and she she has a new single with a, another mega star, Bastion. Bastion, and they they have a song called "Marry Me," mm-hmm. and they're gonna and they're a couple. They're a couple, mm-hmm. and they're going to live on stage. Are they going to get married? Correct. Or are they just, is it going to be They're going to perform the song in So they're engaged. Marriage. They're already engaged. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to go on stage. Like I said, we haven't seen the movie. This is all the trailer. <laughs> yeah. And they're going to get married on stage. While they're singing Marry in Me. In like a big stadium. Yeah. Doing yeah. the whole Marry Me public, huge proposal. Very public. She's backstage waiting to go on. Uh, cut to. <laughs> the other characters that are out of the movie. You got Sarah Silverman telling Owen Wilson, come to this concert. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Owen Wilson's like, I can't come to this concert. I have my daughter. And she's like, that's why I bought three tickets. Uh, yeah. And it's like, okay, so they're they're friends, but mm-hmm. for some reason- Are they she, fucking or what? I don't know. Yeah, like what? Like she's buying him and his daughter two tickets to go to this? Well, I get yeah. the vibe that they're friends because he she asks him at school, like at, at their like job. Like they're both like teachers at the yeah. school or something. Mm-hmm. So like- she would have asked privately if they were together. That's why I feel like it's it's established that they're just buddies. It just seems like a weird gesture. Wait, what do you think? Because she asks him at school. Yeah. Like, they don't really oh, hang out. right. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I thought you were saying ask them in private if they are together. Like, if yeah. they're dating. Well, like, ask, like that's, if, what he's, that's what she's asking him. <laughs> that's what I thought you were saying. Oh, like, hey, can you come over here real quick? Oh, no. Are we no, no. together? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I can't wait for this movie so I can understand their dynamic. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if I, my prediction is is that they they do end up together, but keep going. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. It's a good prediction. <laughs> Thanks. Um, they go to this concert, and I think I'm assuming it's his daughter that makes a sign that says, Marry Me, and mm-hmm. like tribute to the song that they're about yep. to witness. So he's so, and she's like, "I gotta take a piss." I'm pretty sure it's Sarah Silverman. Yeah, me too. Because she hands it to him. Yeah. So she, yeah, they're like, "We gotta go to the bathroom. Can you hold this sign for us while he's in the audience witnessing this big concert?" So we go to the bathroom at the worst time. I know, right? Right as it's starting. Yeah. So Jennifer Lopez is backstage, about to go on, 
<laughs> and she gets a notification on her phone. Not a notification. I don't know. She sees a video, the like news. a paparazzi video, like, her, like a yeah. TMZ video. Her someone in her circle shows her a video of Bastion making out with some other slut. Her her, her assistant. assistant. Oh, fuck. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That hurts much worse. And she's like, no, I can't marry him right now. Yeah. Which Bastion isn't on stage with her when she comes out, which is weird. Like, where is he? He he realized that he got outed and he's not about to fucking go on stage. Oh, yeah, because it's like leaking online. Oh. So he just doesn't show. So instead of, so she goes out on stage in her wedding dress, like a (laughs) punk. And And her wedding dress is like some... It's also Hunger Gamesy. I would <laughs> describe it. You know, I can't picture it. In my head. Like, like the elite, the Elysium of the Hunger Games people. Right. Yeah. Well, that's how that, that's how all these people are depicted now. Even like in Don't Look Up, how like mm-hmm. they're like pop stars, I guess, and maybe that's like they're always like futuristically, yeah, and weird. It's, like things are just like out suit. of touchy. Like, yeah. we're bigger, larger than life. Like, out of touchy. We are better than you. <laughs> <laughs> out of Stanley yeah. Tucci <laughs> who's in the Hunger Games yeah um, she is sat on stage yep and looks out into the audience but she's giving this like inspirational monologue she's like sometimes if you want something different and better for yourself you gotta do something different <laughs> just, that's just, her speech something bold. she says something about maybe being bold or something I don't know so, yeah <laughs> the boldness was brave like, <laughs> we gotta be bold and brave and Different and take a chance on something. Yeah, take a chance on me. Sees Owen Wilson holding the marry me sign in the audience and says, Yes, yes. I will marry you. Which is bonkers. Uh, she, she says, Why not? I think. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Yes, I will marry you. Yeah. Like from her perspective, and, and this theme goes throughout the rest of the trailer mm-hmm. where she feels that everyone else is a secondary character in her Correct. life yeah. and that she is just making happy. Right. By like, being in their presence. Of course yes. he would want to marry me. Like, I'm I can choose shit. to marry anyone in this audience. Right. Like, she's not she's not aware that she has a song called Marry Me, that she just is thinks that this is a legitimate proposal from this random right. guy. I almost don't think that it... I think that she literally thinks, like, I need to just, like, do something crazy. And I can choose... Anyone I ask in this audience will marry me. Like, he has a sign... It, she might be aware that it refers to her song, but she she's like, it doesn't matter. He obviously wants to marry me anyway. Right. Anybody would want to. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except for Bastion. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yes. It's like, yes, that is the name of her song. But to see a grown man holding that sign, he's probably thinking like, marry me instead. Marry me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's wild. And, but <laughs> also the fact that he's the only one with the sign in the whole audience. Yeah. Right. That's also Apparently crazy. it's allowed to bring signs in. Yeah. Anyways. So they get married, I guess. She, yeah, or, they get married. <laughs> so that's the fucking movie. <laughs> that is the trailer for this movie. And then is they get to marries, know each other. She marries a school right. teacher. And she's like, married. I don't want us to be a joke. Like, so will you actually do it? <laughs> like, <laughs> that's, that's the basis of their relationship. It's like, I did this impulsive thing. And if you don't marry me, I'm going to look like a fucking retard. So please do it. Yeah. And, and he's like, Sarah of course. Sarah Silverman goes... This is the most outrageous thing that will ever happen in life. Yeah, yeah. you have have to do do it. it. Yeah, it's fucking. What does Jennifer Lopez say to him? She's like, "This is the best thing that's ever happened to you," or something. She does. She says something. What does she say? It's something along those lines. I don't remember. Oh, then her. Then his daughter is like, 
because there's like a scene of like Jennifer Lopez and Bastion's performing together after all this has happened, uh-huh. and he sees a video of it, and his daughter's like, his daughter's like, are you are I'm you afraid. worried that like she's Just gonna get, break get back dump together. you and get back together with Bastion? Because I'd be afraid of that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> are you afraid, Dad? Because yeah. that would scare the shit out of me. <laughs> That's scare the shit out of any <laughs> rational human being. I mean, this movie is banana. I mean, so that's the movie. So this is a, this is a movie that's actually got made and will yeah. premiere on Valentine's Day. Yeah, we're yeah. gonna go see it. We're not gonna go see it. I'll watch this at the comfort of of my home. Okay, as a as a lark. This is a joke. A lark. Isn't that what a lark is? A joke. I don't know. I, I think a lark that. is a like spontaneous a- decision. On a lark? A lark is like, yeah, like it's out of the ordinary, I think. Mm. Like out of, yeah. A lark is like random, like yeah. not normal. Yeah. What about a metal lark? So <laughs> Mary B is Morgan's number one. <laughs> yeah. No. Red Rocket. So Red Rocket is yeah. the name of the movie we actually watch. <laughs> Back to Red Rocket. This movie is about a fucking narcissist. It's fucking holy shit. I love the guy in this movie. Well, that's that's the crazy balancing act. Mm-hmm. What I was trying to say about don't look up about he just like doesn't have any compassion, can't look through the world. Yeah, look at yeah. the world through the eyes of people he disagrees with. Right. That's like this is the, done the lack perfectly. of judgment that is <laughs> that is like mm-hmm. put from Sean Baker, the director. Onto this guy, like you yeah. have to like be hateable. He's like, no, no, he does the opposite. He makes him so likable right. while doing the most like but everything he's dog doing. shit things. Yeah, like he's a bad person. He's not yeah. good. And but just you can't take your eyes off of him. He's, he's so, so yeah. <laughs> he's so charming and yeah. entertaining. Um, yeah, he just I don't know. Like you can see how he just comes into you know his his wife's life mm-hmm. like. And like the, everyone gets swept up in his fucking like hurricane, yeah, of fucking existence, right? But he, the, I don't even feel like people are getting swept up. Like it's like he is doing the sweeping, you know, sure, so to speak. And like, yeah, like you, because like, yeah, he comes, he comes back to his wife who, who they've been estranged for some time, and she's like, "Fuck you, get out of here! I don't want anything to do with you." Yeah. And at first, when you're watching the movie, you're almost like. He like you're almost like come on give him a shot like right, yeah right. he's yeah. being so nice and even in the, in the beginning like he is like providing like he's mm-hmm. doing drug dealing or whatever but yeah. he is providing the money no he's paying completely their rent. charming and like like lovable in a way that you can't quite understand why well he's just like <laughs> he's very uh, extroverted mm-hmm. and like. I don't know. Like he's very positive. Sure. But he's all—he's obviously full of shit, though. Yeah. Full of shit. Yeah. And, full of shit. And yeah, he's an ex-porn star who uh, decides to goes back to this very cool location in Texas. Tight. The whole setting of the movie is like. Yeah. When I say cool, I don't mean like, oh, this is a dope spot to live. I mean like, mm-hmm. it's a dope place for a setting of a movie. Like, Dude, yeah. with Sean that Baker's refinery. Like that refinery is tight. And just all the people like feel like they live there. And shit. Yeah. It's just like, mm-hmm. yeah. And it's a. Uh, He's super good at that. Yeah. Super. Yeah. Finding like real <coughs> dingy people. <laughs> yeah. 
poor people. He's good at filming poor people. Is what he's he's very good at it. Yeah. I mean, this movie, I don't think, touches the no. Florida, Florida Project. project no. Not even close. But it is, um, I think, a very low-budget movie. This movie. I think it's much oh, really? lower budget than the Florida Project was. Yeah, Lower than the Florida I Project? I think so. Because I don't, remember, I, don't remember the, budget. I don't remember the budget for the Florida Project or anything, but I think he got a much bigger budget because of Tangerine. And he was... he. I've read something about it that he had a different movie I think he was going to make that had a bigger budget behind it that Uh he was trying to get. He was working on it for like two years trying to, and then fucking COVID happened. And so then he decided to fucking go to his, back to his roots. And he had, I mean, the crew for Red Rocket, it's like 10 people. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. I mean, what's his name? Simon Rex, the actor who plays uh mikey in this movie mikey yeah, saber he's fucking great in this movie yeah and i think the chick who plays strawberry she's hit her a little hit or miss for me i would agree mm-hmm. um like the scenes like when they're behind the counter at the donut shop i think she's too i agree a little too much I, you know i felt the same way but he just holds his own so well that it's like fucking like this guy's a real piece of shit mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, but God, is he fun to watch? <laughs> yeah. And the soundtrack is just bye, 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 bye. And yeah, I know the it's the whole... so funny. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it comes on strong. Bye, bye, bye. Okay. Yeah, opening credits. Yeah. Yeah. This movie, I, I, I really like this movie. I think this yeah. movie might be one of the best movies I've seen all year. I might like mm-hmm. it more than licorice pizza. I think it's fucking good. I just love. I just love how fucking he just doesn't give a fuck about anybody but himself. Yeah. And like the different scenarios that play that out, and like without fail, mm-hmm. he fucking <laughs> only gives a shit about what he wants. Yeah. And uses other people and doesn't give a shit about. And there's the I mean, wake that he's time leaving. after time being like. And there's yeah, there's moments where you think like, is he going to do the right do thing? the right thing? Yeah. Or is he going to even show that he gives a shit? Yeah. About anybody else. Uh. Uh-huh. And time and time again, he fucking does not. <laughs> yeah. And it's but and he's so convincing at like almost letting the audience know that like, why would I? Like, yeah, right. You know, he, it's like he, I'm doing me. <laughs> yeah, like even like when she like tries to reach out, his wife tries to reach out a little bit to him about like her son. Yeah, like oh, could yeah. you just do this favor for me to help me right. get my son? He's like, he's like, stop talking about this shit. Or, or like, yeah, well, he, that like, is the way he brushes it off. That's really me. I mean, that's really hurtful. <laughs> <laughs> like whole scene but you could crazy. but like yeah. the way that you could see him justifying his own head like it's not my kid yeah sort of like, like where's his and dad? also like yeah yeah like, yeah like you're gonna piss clean like i'm watching you do dope right like right like he yeah. is not making it like the points he's making are definitely rude as shit they're but so they're mean but they're not unfounded <laughs> right you know like that's Right, but instead of like having compassion and helping her figure out he's like bringing up all the things of why she's wrong yeah and just like and like justifying like not gonna veer away from like his own plan to like live his best life, yeah, and just like oh my god, it's it's so well done as far as like the being a believably a believable douche that yeah. he is, and just like like I don't know, like the way that he's drawing strawberry in to like really yeah. like Creepy. it's just fucking awful, and yeah. I I just love. She's happy the whole time and through the whole movie yeah. she's happy. And you just know, like I know. as the viewer, you're like, like, this is insane. Like, her life. Yeah. yeah. Well, she's a fucking child. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's like eight. She's in high school. She's 17 years old. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
it's just bananas uh that no one is like the shop owner even <laughs> like it's texas whatever uh but yeah i like that he rides his, that cute bike that cute girl's bike everywhere it makes me <laughs> smile yeah like and he doesn't have an issue with it you know like he's like i'll figure out how to get rides i'll get rides from my, like my fucking neighbor right like he's just making it work right he's yeah. like a, he's a hustler <laughs> yeah 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 there's some def- there's some hilarious shit in this movie. Well, and their his, her tragic. mom is yeah. fucking God. She's funny. Yeah. Like their interactions crack me up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I liked it. You see his big dick throughout the whole movie. You sure yep. do. Is mm-hmm. he this real? I think that's his. I have no idea. It looks <laughs> real as shit. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Yeah, and the, the pan big. down to it is very funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when he's running. Yeah, it's fucking great. That, yeah. that that scene actually was one of my least favorite though when they busted in because I don't I don't really find her very compelling the drug dealer I chick. I don't either. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah. But the the there the, that one scene with her <coughs> and her brother and the mom. Yeah, and that's the hot great. sauce is funny. Where the hot sauce? <laughs> oh yeah, mom. Where the hot sauce? <laughs> mom, where is the hot sauce? It's like an arm. Check your bed. So fucking funny. <laughs> Just please do it Why <laughs> did you check on your bed? He's like, Where is Where the hot sauce? <laughs> I highly recommend a movie. I love it. Um, Where's the hot sauce? Where it always is. I don't see no hot sauce. I don't think we have any. Yeah. Holy shit. All right, Jamal, what did you watch? I watched, uh, I finished the Bourne trilogy. So I watched Supremacy and Ultimatum. Which I hadn't seen these movies in a long time, man. Yeah. I've never seen I only them. saw uh, Ultimatum oh. once in theater. You've only seen it one time? In theater, yeah. Wow. It's the high, most highly reviewed. It's very trilogy. shaky. <laughs> uh, it is? It's like the, the camera never stopped shaking. Throughout the uh, whole movie. You didn't notice that? No, I'm too <laughs> You're yet, lost pal. in his fucking eyes. <laughs> but um, no, I mean, this supremacy... I think is my least favorite of the trilogy. Supremacy is sort of like rides. It's too many chase scenes back to back. It's just him. Mm-hmm. Like I get that the first one is him running from it, but it feels like there's other shit going on. You're not a supremacy supremacist. No. Okay. Cer- certainly not. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's still good, but it's, it just, it gets a little tiresome mm-hmm. after a while. Ultimatum, I think is pretty fucking good. Except I'm, the ending when it really like start not no spoilers, but when it goes into his past a bit more mm-hmm. and he's meeting other people from his past, like it gets kind of like who who cares? <laughs> like I don't know, just sort of like I don't know. It it's like, not as like, it's it not played, as interesting. Is it played like oh here's what the audience kind of wants is like sort more of, truth about his past that we right over. And, and it's like when you do find it out, it's sort of like. It's not like who cares, like sh- show me more of this other thing. It's more like, oh, that's what it was. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. It would have been better as a mystery or whatever. Yeah. Or something else. As a mystique. As a yeah. Movie. I don't know. And it's, um, yeah. yeah. I'd like to rewatch this trilogy at some point. I do. I did thoroughly enjoy it. I watched it with, with, with the roomies. And nice. that was, that was fun. So I watched those. With the um, and then I watched. You were never really here. What's that? Oh yeah, a Joaquin Phoenix movie. Ooh. Casey Affleck directed. <gasps> nope, that's a different movie. That is, I'm still here. 
Did you watch that too? I did watch that too. That's oh, coming up in a uh, second. Because I knew you watched that. So I <laughs> yeah. just assumed that's what you said. That's what my brain heard. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, shit. You Were Never Really Here is a Joaquin Phoenix movie that... That movie sucks, dude. I don't think it sucks. I hate this movie. I enjoyed, I enjoyed, I enjoyed I the ride. I think it's supposed to just make you feel like shit, this whole movie. Because it's yeah, so dark. Yeah, it is very dark. I love the score. It's a Johnny Greenwood score. I'm a sucker for a Johnny Greenwood score. Okay. I saw, um, I saw we I saw this in this theater. Movie? Yeah, we saw it in theater. We it's did? the one where the fucking there's like a child sex ring and fucking Joaquin Phoenix is like a hired he's like an ex veteran, whatever, who is hired to He's like, like a hitman kidnap or not kidnapped. <laughs> the opposite of that. <laughs> yeah. Retrieve kidnapped girls, basically. Okay. Um it's a dark he beats movie. the fuck out of them. I mean, he's, he's he murders these the perpetrators yeah. and shit. Um it is a little like I don't know. There are things about it that are a little. I mean, like, what is the word? Ambiguous for ambiguity's sake, I feel like. Uh But I think it's a very well shot movie, first of all. Okay. Um, I love the score. I think Walking's performance in it. I mean, there is a scene that just takes place through security cameras. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just like beat, like knocking in doors and shit. Yeah, yeah. It's when he goes to the house. Yeah, is that like the climax of the movie? Um, I can't remember at what point. It might be. I think that might be more like in the middle. Okay. No, it might be towards the end. It might be the climax. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah, I think actually, yeah, I think it is. But that oh, is, they retreat. Yeah, because I thought it was going to get real. I actually remember now when I was watching it because I thought it was like, oh, like when that scene happened, yeah, it wasn't near the end. It was near the beginning. I was like, oh, this is about to get real good. Mm. And then I, the chicks, doesn't her dad commit suicide or something? The chick that he retrieves, doesn't he kill himself? Am I get, do I get this wrong? Yeah. Okay. I don't, I can't remember if he, I, this he gets is what murdered I or he dies. He gets murdered or yeah. she kills him. Or something. The girl? Yeah. Okay. Because I think oh, you find he, he out that he... brings it back. He brings her back to him first. Yeah, you find out that he is also a... That he's yeah. molesting her or whatever. Right, he's yeah. yeah she, he's prob- probably the reason why she was in their situation. She was right, yeah. right. And, uh, yeah. It's very dark. It is very dark. It's very... I just remember, yeah, it makes you... It puts a you little do dark feel, pit in your stomach. You do feel pretty... Ugh. Yeah. By the end of it. But again, I do think it is very well shot and does a lot to like with visual storytelling. Like there isn't a lot of talking in this movie. Sort of like Drive where there's a lot that's conveyed just through what the fuck Joaquin is doing and mm-hmm. shit that I thought was pretty captivating. Mm. Yeah. Trey really wanted to watch this movie. Um, and he he's like, oh, yeah, we should watch this, whatever. And then I'm like, okay, we're... And we put it on, and within the first uh, eight or nine minutes, he he fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Like, God damn it, dude. So then, uh, so I, we paused it, and then he woke up, and he's like, oh, no, I'm awake. I'm awake. I'm awake. Like, we can watch it. I was like, nah, nah, man. Like, we'll watch it another night. Don't worry about it. Like, you're fucking, you're going to keep falling asleep. Like, you're tired, man. Like, it's cool. You didn't get good sleep. It's fine. Whatever. He's like, no, 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 like, well, I, I can, I can stay awake. He's really bad for it. I'm like, you, you sound like Morgan right now. <laughs> Some Morgan shit. <laughs> but um, I don't so know. we ended up watching it a different night. But. I don't know how hard Morgan uh, votes for herself when it comes to like, fucking. Uh, no, like, I can, I can hang, I can hang. Yeah, yeah. Like, right, right. I feel like she gives it. Like, I'm just tired, guys. <laughs> she does a lot of like. Mm-hmm. I've, I've what do you want really, me to do? Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I've really kind of like. But I'm stopped. speaking more to the like. Yeah, no, you have. You've gotten a lot better at it. Uh, yeah. But uh, no, better at what? Ad- admitting that you're just. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That's but yeah. But I I was speaking more to the the the. the historical trend of being sure. are you asleep no yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's sort of like yeah for sure denial of how tired well, you actually like, are that was like a real you. thing that i yeah. think we brought up on the pod of like there's something that was happening that was out of my control that was causing me to lie yeah like it, it almost was like because you were getting snapped in back into yeah. consciousness you're almost not even fully aware of what you're right, saying. Exactly. Yeah. I like how she's like, it was almost like we decided on the pod. Well, all of us that, together. That it wasn't my fault. That it was pretty cool. <laughs> they actually really liked yeah. it. But now I, I'm doing better, so I don't know what changed. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> Maybe you did it a few times and you realize it's okay and no one's going to. Yeah, no one's yeah, going to hate me. That we still love you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think, I think um, so. But then, yeah, so after that, the next night, after we did finally watch, you were never really here. I texted the group chat, hey, all right, boys, you guys want to watch I'm Still Here? Yeah. And Trey's like, oh, is that the Opposite s-? title. He goes, is that, is that the sequel? Yeah. <laughs> and I go, it's more like a prequel. But but uh, so this is a documentary. An origin story. An origin story. That's how he got here. That's what happens after he goes into the water. They both have this water scene where Joaquin goes, takes off his clothes and walks into a fucking lake and then dives into the water. Oh, that's shit. just in his contract whenever he has a movie. He's like, I have to have a scene where I, I get, get my naked. hair real long and fucking yeah. dive into the fucking lake. Deep blue thing. Yeah. <coughs> so the I'm Still Here. I'm Still Here, directed by Casey Affleck. Mm-hmm. Probably his directorial debut, is I would it, imagine. Would you consider it a documentary? Or is it like a, more like an exit? It's like kind of like an exit through the gift shop where it's like a... Or a, I don't know, how would you describe it? It's like a documented prank almost. Yeah. Where it's like he isn't. It's like a, it's a documentary of a mockumentary or yeah. something, you know? Yeah, it's a mockumentary because real happening shit is in happening. Real yeah. 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 What do you mean? So like they're just like Joaquin Phoenix is playing like he was genuinely wanting to become a rap star. Okay. Um, Do you know about this at all? I've heard it sucks. That's about what? it. What? I thought I heard it sucked real bad. I think it's engaging. To oh, yeah? I really, I really like this movie. I've seen it a few times. Tight. I think it probably is getting better with age. Probably. Really? <laughs> probably. I don't know. Where, I like, don't really like, know anything fuck. about. But it. no. But do you know about this thing about Joaquin Phoenix? No. Not the movie itself, but because this shit actually happened. Yeah. What? Like for Walking, a while, people. This is right that, after Walk the Line, I think. Yeah, he was got huge for Walk the Line, mm-hmm. and then he did this, and everyone thought he was serious. Yeah, and it was like, oh, he had a mental breakdown. Walking oh. Phoenix is out of his mind. Yeah, which he might be. Oh, he's but, definitely crazy. But this, but this was an act. Like he okay. was actually doing an act for this movie. Yeah. Hmm. So it's ta- a movie that's <laughs> taking place in reality, but he is pulling one off. Oh, and at, and at this okay, point in time, okay. Casey Affleck is his brother-in-law. Oh yeah, by, in by real who? life. I don't know, but that's how it's mentioned in the movie. Oh, this is my brother-in-law, Casey. Yeah, what's real in the movie? You know? True, wow. but this movie, I, I mean, I think it's so entertaining yeah. to watch. Huh? Cool. Yeah. Maybe. Never seen it. Uh-uh. We should watch it. We should watch it. Hell yeah! I'm always around. You are always around. You, I'm still here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Good. Read, fellas. R e a d. I read a book 
called Project Hail Mary. Yeah. By Andy Weir. Ooh. It's his sequel. No, it's I, not a that's sequel. an it's undertaking. Follow up. I don't know that I would be given a f- faith and trust in Andy Weir to to pull it off again, but I'm glad you did. He wrote The Martian famously. That was oh. his debut book. And he's all about space. He loves space. Right. He's mm-hmm. not a I mean I guess he's obviously an author now, but that was the whole thing. Like when he wrote The Martian, he's not an author. It, that's he's not a software his, engineer. He's a, right. Yeah. Whose passion was writing. So he wrote The Martian. That became successful. So now he gets to write full time. And his next book, cool. Project Hail Mary. Now, The Martian, I read that before the movie and I remember really enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But this was before I started doing a lot of reading. Like this is one of the earlier books I read. We were still in Anchorage. Mm-hmm. Still in Anchorage, and so I know I felt like I borrowed it from a coworker. I can't, I can't tell retroactively if my bar was just lower. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember being entertained. Like, it's like good. the story is, it is better. Good. It's way better than the movie. Mm-hmm. And because it gets into like what he does is he's very technical. Technical, like he really is solving problems that, in a way, as a reader, that you're like, you oh, this it. is like how you would do it, and this mm-hmm. is the best way. And there's a lot of that in Project Hail Mary. Whoa. So like the the premise of this is, well, this guy wakes up from a coma and he's on a fucking rocket ship mm-hmm. that he's slowly discovering that he's on it. And then he starts having his, his memory starts coming back to him okay. of how he got there, which it comes in very... Uh, how memories don't really come to you, you know? It comes in very, <laughs> sure. like, in order from, like, sure. furthest back to nearest, wow. you weird. know? Yeah. Narratively. And then that gets yeah. explained in a, in a weird way, like, near the end of the book, like, why it's happening in that order, mm. whatever. Um, But it starts off pretty concerning, like, the writing of it, mm-hmm. where there's a lot of, like, simple math experiments he's doing to figure out where, like, why is the gravity weird mm-hmm. and, like, all this stuff. And he's, like, doing, like, really, like, high school math stuff that i think is supposed to like get more readers in sure like it's a very it's written very broad right. like i can tell while i'm reading it that he's like he knows it's gonna be another mainstream hit yeah oh. and he's doing a lot of like where two characters are, are this talking is exactly what i would expect by the way and <laughs> like literally explaining things to two like two experts are talking yeah and they're explaining things that they obviously both know yeah have you ever heard of the grandfather paradox? <laughs> there's so much of that. Yeah, that's the fucking worst. We're like, there's literally written like, but you know that already. Uh-huh. Like after like someone oh, okay. says, it's like, oh my God, I can't believe. It's like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's unreal. But like, he's not trust. It's like, it's because, you know, because it's not written for somebody who he's giving credit to as the reader for just knowing well, a lot of it, like. To me, it just, it it's, it's exactly all of a novice writer's trap of like trying to do it again that I would think would happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you, but you could tell it's like he's just doing it because he knows he's going to have, he wants his audience to not just be mathematically inclined. Yeah. So he ha- he knows he has to fill those gaps <laughs> and he does it in very like easy Hokey ways. ways. Yeah. Um, you should have launched like a fucking Khan Academy fucking page. <laughs> <laughs> do this before you read the book. Yeah. And I mean, like he fucking, he's outdoing the Martian as far as like the level of uh, science that gets injected okay. into the story and how much science needs to happen mm-hmm. for what's happening to happen. <laughs> sure. Okay. Um, so I, near the beginning of the book, I can find myself starting to be like, oh, like, yeah. I don't know if this is going to mm-hmm. be good. Um, and even when he's like by himself, because he's like, okay, the character himself 
It's supposed to be like <laughs> endearing and likable. Yeah. But I fucking hate him. I hate the main character mm-hmm. of this book because he's fucking hokey mm-hmm. and he says shit like, I don't know. He says like things like bull pucky. Oh, like okay. he'd be like, I don't swear. Cause he's, he's a high school. He's a, yeah, he's oh, okay. a high school teacher. Okay. He loves his students or whatever. I don't know if he's high school. He's a teacher, a science teacher. And he says these things like who pooped in your rice krispies. Oh, okay. Like, so it, like, his, like he loves like his students. His students fucking hate him. He's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the gayest. <laughs> I mean, this, I swear to God, every attempt at humor in this book, is just falls flat for me. I don't think mm. anything that I can obviously read is like trying to be funny. Yeah. I'm just like, this isn't funny, dude. Yikes. It just seems strained. Um, and, but even when he's like by himself and he's like explaining things out loud, uh-huh. he's by himself. Right. For the majority of this, the book takes place. He's on a spaceship by himself because the two people that he went into space with are dead. Mm-hmm. And throughout the book, you realize like how it happened and stuff as okay. he remembers why, he, how he got there and stuff. Um, but he explains like, here's an example. He says 10 to the seventh N. The uh-huh. N just means noons. A unit of force. Oh, like he's I like see. expounding upon like yeah, yeah, for yeah. the readers mm-hmm. sort of shit. A unit of force. And then he's constantly like doing that sort of stuff where he's explaining <coughs> units or he's explaining like random like temperatures of certain things. And he always follows it up with like, uh, you know, because I'm a science teacher. So I know lots of random facts. Sure. Like oh Andy Weir's God. way of like letting you know like it's cool <laughs> yeah like he knows this off the top of his head because he's a science teacher right but you already knew that and he said does a lot of things like where he's like working through like problems in his head he's like well, but you know i'm a scientist so i'm going to speculate like he's constantly explaining why he's doing the things he's doing yeah as i'm a scientist that's why that sucks. Hey, that's like, fucking dumb he's explaining it out loud i'm yeah. just like to himself don't what the do it fuck so that's why I just don't like this main Bunch of other elements straight off the periodic table. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm a scientist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, just... So, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so it doesn't redeem so, itself? And then there's yeah, like, okay, good. so when it gets into the actual, okay, why he's in space. So then it gets... Uh, so it becomes a very... It's a sunshine beginning. The movie's like the movie Sunshine where the sun okay. is dying. Okay. So it gets Already into it. hack. The sun is dying. Tight. But it's dying in a more unique way than sunshine. In sunshine, it's just like it's just going out or something. Yeah, yeah. And this, it's like there's an actual like there's a uh, it's called the Petrova line or something. There's like this weird red energy mm-hmm. that's co- going from the sun to Venus and back. Mm-hmm. And so, after a while, they realize that the sun is dimming out, and they're like, it must be because of this red line. Okay. <coughs> and so, they look at all the other stars in the galaxy and see other stars that are experiencing the same thing except for one star that isn't experiencing it, but is in the center of all of them. Mm. And so there must be something to it's do like with that star. It's like a gravity thing. So they realize they have a certain amount of time before everyone's doomed because the sun, like they do the calculations or whatever. Sure. And they realize like, that they- Because they're scientists. Yeah, they yeah. have like 20 whatever, like 30 years basically until the sun gets to a level where life is no longer- like or until half the population will be dead. Okay. Right? He over explains everything to mm-hmm. the point where it's like, like, I, I, I believe you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like he goes out because you could under explain it, I guess. And it'd be like, oh, really? Half the people are going to die. But he explains it enough to where you're like, I believe you. Yeah, yeah. It okay. makes sense. I get okay. it. Okay. I, yeah. I, I totally get it. Like, yeah. you've, you've, you've sold me on it. Stop. Yeah, yeah. No, half the people are going to die. I, uh, not, not unbelievable at all. 
Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. You, it gets you, he gets you to that point. Sure. He makes sure you're with him. Yeah. Make sure's. Make sure's. Yeah. <laughs> sure microphones. Make sure. So <laughs> so you get you realize that and it gets into a lot of like, you know, there's this character who becomes basically the president of the world. That's not what they call her, but okay. she's like the commanding officer of this project that's going to save Earth. So everything she says goes. Mm-hmm. She gets uh, all the countries on the same page. It's the opposite of don't look up. Everyone mm-hmm. starts working together. Okay. And like China's government is working. Russia's government is working because those are the two that have uh, uh, mm-hmm. advanced space, space programs. Yeah. And so um, – She's getting like aircraft carriers to do experiments out in the middle of the ocean because they realize this red line, it carries a thing called, uh, 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 the character uh, names it, his name is Ryland Grace. Mm-hmm. He names Mark it, Ryland. <laughs> he names it uh, Astrophage, like Star Eater or whatever. And then they, reala- like, they realize it's like, it's, it's, like a, it's, a, it's like an amoeba of some sort. It's like an actual like cell, okay. alien life is what it is. That is this red line around it? Yeah, that's creating okay. this red line. And they have to figure out what is it. So they do experiments. And they find out that it's like this weird, uh, like it has weird, it has strange properties to the level of like they can extract energy from it that gives them the power to travel at like 0.9 the speed of light mm-hmm. because like the energy contained within each one of these things they can exploit to like way better than any other energy source. Okay. And the science, trust me, guys, is explained. Yeah. Okay? We're like to you. a level. Yeah, dude, I trust you. I get it. You know? I'm with you. <laughs> yeah. I, I believe that these little amoeba are going to give you <laughs> energy. Sure. Because you explain it. Yeah, literal energy. Yeah. Anyways, so basically <coughs> they put them, they realize at the speed that they can get a rocket ship to be fueled by this thing, that they breed to get enough fuel to power a rocket ship going at 0.9 times or 0.9 the speed of light or whatever. They mm-hmm. can make it to this star. Tau Ceti is the star. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can make it to that solar system in about four years. Okay. So they do the science. Trust me. I believe you guys. I believe you. Mm-hmm. They do the science uh-huh. where you can't, they can't have astronauts just be awake for the four year travel. Because they don't have enough food and shit. Because they do the psychological experiment. They they they've wow. done psychological experiments where people they go nuts. They'll go nuts. They'll fucking throw the fucking mission out the window yeah. because they're whatever. It's too long. So they're gonna keep them in comas mm-hmm. for that duration and then have them wake up. But now they have to build the technology of this robotic arm that's gonna check their vitals and stuff while they're under and make sure they're getting okay. the proper nutrients and stuff. So that. That's part of the science. They have a different team working on that and a different thing. Everything's explained, guys. Okay. Like nothing, none of this is like, but wait, how come that? No, he's covered it. I'm <laughs> sure of it. Okay. Yeah. He's got it covered. Sure. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> and also the fact that uh, 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 not everybody's capable of going into a coma for four years. A lot of people will die, but they find that there's a gene that like, some people carry that does allow them to mm-hmm. long-term coma. It's almost like long term coma gene, of course. Because <laughs> they found like people who do go in comas for long periods of time, uh, they all share the same this sh- this same gene. Okay. And other people who go into comas and die don't have this gene. So cool. they're okay, cool. So I, I got all, it. all the people who <laughs> are capable you. to go on this mission, yeah, they have to have this gene. Mm-hmm. Okay, but only he did. He's one of th- uh, he's one of like so it's one in seven thousand people have it is what they okay. find. And so they're like, well, like yeah, now, so now it's like whatever. There's a million people on the planet who who have this gene. 
Mm-hmm. And of those 1 million, you have to have people yeah. who are willing to go on a suicide mission because they realize they can't go there and back. And they have to also be uh, asked scientifically inclined. and astronautically <laughs> inclined. Anyways, he doesn't want to do the mission. He's, of course. And, and there's, th- there's two teams of three that they end up getting, and they work side by side, the main team and, the, and their backups, right? There's an engineer, there's the science expert, and there's the fucking... I don't know, leader man or whatever. <laughs> so Lido. The yeah. leader man, this Chinese guy, the engineer's this Russian chick, and uh, the yeah. science guy's this black dude. Okay. Very, very diverse. Sure. Anyways, both the science people, they end up fucking each other. Oh, my God. Like they get in a relationship, uh-huh. and they're both in the, in the lab doing an experiment on astrophage, this thing, and the thing ex- and explodes, and both of them die, so he has to take their place. Oh, my God. Both of their This place. is all spoilers, by the way, because this is like he's, as he's remembering yeah, yeah, as yeah. he's alone in the spaceship. Yeah. And anyway, so he survives the trip because he obviously has to be the replacement. And obviously, um, he's he goes on the trip and he's the only one who survives it. The, them two die, even though they had the gene, something went awry. Sure. He wakes up to their corpses, and then now he's in the solar system, and a alien spacecraft is also there with mm. him as he's in this fucking place and this is actually where the book gets good actually gets interesting yeah it's his interaction with this alien okay that and that happens in the book is actually uh-huh. where it's like oh this is actually good. fun to watch okay read <laughs> watch in my mind yeah picture thoughts but honestly like i don't like him as a character the alien character is way more likable in this <coughs> and uh he speaks english he doesn't Oh, trust me, it's believable science. It's wow. how this alien interacts. <laughs> really gets it. It's actually not that believable, but it is like mm-hmm. believable enough to where it's a unique enough species of creature. Mm-hmm. It does get into a lot of it because because first they do have to figure out how to communicate with each other because they course. speak. He speaks. The aliens doesn't have sight. It only has. Oh, it speaks with uh, sound. Yeah, sound waves and shit. Yeah, and so that's it how speak, it speaks. It speaks with like cor- <laughs> like in chords and stuff. And so oh. like. Like very and music, basically music, <laughs> wow. and um, and uh, yeah, so they have to learn how to translate between <coughs> one another, yeah, which they do in a clever way. But then it does become very much because once they get that out of the way for after a couple of chapters, like learning how each other speaks, and then he starts to pick up like yeah familiar things and patterns, so, yeah, and then and this alien form is much better at him with memory and stuff. So he the alien form is much better at like understanding what he's saying. Alien forms like smarter than he is. Yeah, mm. but he's just a high school teacher. <laughs> but what what do you find out that they both are commonly trying to figure out what's happening in their home solar because he's part of a solar system whose sure. star is also dying. Yeah. So they sent a spaceship to this same solar system. So they have a common goal. Cool. So they have to work together to figure out how to save their own home planets. Nice. Right? But overall, I give this book like a three star, okay. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> like it's really like two stars for a lot of, and then there's just. There is some interesting stuff where I'm like, you're probably going to make a movie about this fucking book. Yeah. Um, does the I'm alien glad, have a I'm name? I'm glad it gets there. Huh? Does the alien have a name? Um, it does. Can you tell me what it is? But he, I mean, he gives it the name. Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of his just sounds. Yeah. Um, his name is like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, his, his name <laughs> is actually Don, Don, da, da, Don, 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 da, da, da. That's how it's written. Because he calls book. him Rocky. Oh, <laughs> Okay. And he's uh he's shaped he's he's a five armed, uh spider looking guy, 
He's, he doesn't have a head. It's just like a, he, look, he looks like a spider without a face, like just like the, yeah, the body ball. of a spider with five legs coming out of it. And Gross. like it looks like he's covered in like rock. Hmm. Like that's the weird. He does look like he explains it as looking like creepy and gross. And yeah. Like, yeah. So when they first meet, is he like, holy fuck? Like, well, Jesus he doesn't understand Christ. what it is. He doesn't understand if it's like something that they sent out as like a robot or something. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it takes a is while it for technology or is it a yeah, yeah. creature? Yeah. Is it smart? But yeah, I don't want no, no spoiler. Too many, too many. <laughs> for the movie, because I don't think they're going to fucking read this book. Nope. But yeah, that is Project Hail Mary. Tight. <coughs> Thank you guys for listening. Challenge. Challenge. Let's do the challenge of the week. Weekly challenge. Isitation game. Fanning. Ooh, we're going to do movie. Movie. Uh, be good, be good, be good. Uh, Janet Lee. Okay. Sci-fi and horror. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Janet Lee. Never heard of her. Okay. Janet Lee. Jennifer Janet Lee. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Our, uh, uh, music. Music. Uh, Willie Nelson. Oh, oh fuck, fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've been listening to a lot of fucking guys and their guitars. Like, yeah. And ladies, Joan Baez. But... Um, cool. <laughs> has been a lot of it. <laughs> um, sweet. So check the description for the movie and album we choose. Thank you guys for listening. Love you guys. Love, Love you. you. Uh, quit talking, put butter on that shit. Bye. Stay hydrated. <laughs>